It's time for the Trackside Results Show on Blue Jay 96.3. The Trackside Results Show is brought to you by State Park Speedway, Central Wisconsin Bending, ANA Lock Service, your key authority, Hilltop Auto Wrecking, Leitz's Shell Service, Jay's Auto Center, and Dunright Exteriors. And now, here are your hosts, Kurt Keen and B. Ash. Welcome to Trackside Live here on Blue Jay 96.3, live from 21 Pub, our final race show of the season. As that's right, the race season has winded down, champions have been crowned. Now all we got to do in Central Wisconsin is go back from June 12th. Yeah, yeah. Your boss race. Try to finish things up there over at Marshfield Motor Speedway. Yeah, looking to wrap up some championships there and to uh, take care of the uh, the Bev race, which will be part of the uh, the first 50 lapper, and then the uh, championship race will be the second 50 lap feature. So it'll be two features for the Tundra Super Late models, and then of course our Upper Midwest Vintage Racing Series will also be having their double features for their 20 lappers. So, Sean gonna uh, bring a car? Yeah, Sean's bringing his car and. Um, he might even drive it too, but no, he's looking forward to racing again at Marshfield. And should have won last time. Yeah, yeah, he's looking looking to kind of uh, get revenge on on that one there. But yeah, looking for a great field of uh, super lates and then also those vintage cars. You know, we should expect I would say around 20ish or so vintage, and I'm we're thinking 25 to 30ish or so super lates. Um, so I'm really excited about uh, about this weekend, and we'll have practice on Friday. Uh, so those folks who do want to come early in practice, we'll start practice at three o'clock on friday so if you get there and you can leave your trailer and stuff overnight if you mm-hmm. want to and of course the speedway bar mary will be slinging drinks right. uh, friday night so that's a great opportunity to uh, to get to the track early and and check out the uh, the festivities that'll be going on and plenty of free rough camping too those folks that have some campers that want to get it out for a weekend yet great opportunity yeah, the to bring weekend it over seems to. to be pretty decent right yeah things are shaping up pretty good you know cooling down a good amount at night and staying relatively warm enough during the day without any weather involved uh, of the the wet variety so we should be uh we should be looking pretty good and yeah we'll have our extreme four championship the bandits will get crowned as well and we'll have our super stock and sportsman class so looking forward to hopefully getting a few of those drivers back with us what and times uh, yeah. racing starting yeah saturday racing Earlier? is at five o'clock and then qualifying is at 3.30. So fan gates are at 3 for day. Fan gates are going to open up at 2. Oh, okay. So even a little bit earlier there. So 2 o'clock fan gates. Uh, pit gates will be at 11 for those uh, drivers. So, again, we're going to uh, make sure we get slab assignments and everything assigned so that way that's all covered for all the drivers that might be coming in Friday already. Um, but, yeah, well, really excited for the weekend over at Marshall Motor Speedway. If you don't have plans, make sure to join us. I wish I could be there. Well, unfortunately, you're going to be at the races. It's your ma's race, so I figured, well, you know, if we got to do hockey, uh, someone's got to do it, and you're usually yeah. me or you, and <laughs> I, I figured I'd take the bullet for you. Oh, there you go. Well, I appreciate it, yeah. So it'll Dan Dyker's uh, zoomed in eating McDonald's. There you go. He can come up and fill in for, yeah, him he, for a day. Yeah, I don't wants. think he's coming in. No, <laughs> no. he's not. He's too busy down in uh, – in Florida, but uh, yeah. Hey, we want to thank uh, Sauce Boss. Uh, he brought the pulled pork tonight, and thank appreciate it. Thank Kim, you uh, also tonight, um, one lucky fan's going to win a over a four hundred dollar value at Chula Vista, and uh, I think it's got zip lines, some eating and drinking, uh, and a, a place to stay for the night. So, so if you're on your way or thinking about it, make your way out. You got to be present to win that one. You just throw your name in the uh, the door prize sign up box, and uh, you'll have a chance. To 
to win that thanks to uh, Sunrise Broadcasting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the last few years, um, always kicking in on that. I know some people that have won that, and they said, man, that was a pretty good deal. Dave said the only problem with that, if he wins that, it's going to cost him a lot of money. So why that? He goes, well, the casino's not too far away. So Yeah, that's very that true. That does get you in trouble, but don't blame us for your casino losses, you know, like rip tickets. Yeah, but exactly. Anyways, you know, before we get to a day in this country, um, we lost over 3,000 people, 9-11 of 2001. I know you made a post, so, you know, we celebrate the show, but we want to thank about those people uh, that um, – sacrifice the ultimate in New York City in Pennsylvania or at the Pentagon and uh, yeah it's always a tough day uh, to get things going but we got a lot to get to uh, with the championship show and we still have some results that B. Ash has uh, right on his notepad <laughs> yeah a little, little bit of Google spreadsheet exactly yeah we did have some racing over at Marshall Motor Speedway back on the second um, in our bandit feature we had Sam Sheehan picking up the feature win over Austin Rauch, Ashley Shuni, Mark Shuni, and Joey Blaschka. Sam's leading the championship there and looking to secure that one. In the Extreme Fours, Tim Anderson pretty much has his championship all secured by picking up another feature win over Phil Mayloff, Anna Mayloff, Sean Gravinger, and Cameron Hill, who's got rookie locked up. Six cylinders, Carl Jeanette got another win, and now he has sold his car. So Carl has car is going to Illinois. Okay. So it's not even a local one that's going to be taking yes, that. So money's money, right? Money is money, exactly. So Carl sold his six-cylinder after the feature win. Michael Cluck, who's got the championship secured, finished second. Patrick Reeves, third. Kevin Armagas, fourth. And Jared Armagas, fifth. And Ryan Benz will, did take home the rookie of the year in the six-cylinders. We crowned them last time. Super Stocks, Jim Cormack ended up getting the feature win. He looked pretty dominant there over Caleb Hurlis, Rachel Callis, Jeremy Flees, and Carson Sillers. And Brian Weinfurter had some issues on the nose, so he'll get that fixed up and ready for Saturday. In the skid cars, Kyle Herr ended up getting a late pass for a feature win and secured the championship over Ryan Benz, Clifton Neubauer, Jamie Cliver, and Dusty Zander. And super late models, Mark Eswine got another feature win, which secured his championship at Marshfield, so finally completing the trifecta of the right. Central Wisconsin tracks. He's one at all, 11 at Plover won at Wassa, won at Marshfield. Yeah, and so some WCS championships along the way. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, great career and and congratulations to Mark Eswine. Jevin Goralski in his first trip to Marshfield ended up with a second place finish. Darren Jackson, Carter Christensen, and Derek Gress rounded out the top five there. And Brandon Cisco took home the Rookie of the Year for Super Late Models. So again, racing is back at Marshfield on Saturday for the Tundra. Series Championship and the Vavash and Brenner Memorial, part of the Chili Implement Fall Shootout. Again, that's uh, going to be a big one. We're going to practice Friday night. Make sure you join us. So how does that work if you are a Tundra guy? If you practice Friday, you can't do the first practice on Monday? Did they figure that out? Yes. Yeah, so if you're a super late model driver that's running it with the Tundra Series, if you practice on Friday, you can even if you turn one lap or 500 laps. Someone will be watching. Exactly. If you turn a lap at all. Who's going to be the narc? You then will have to uh, You're gonna be the narc? forfeit. I may have to be, but okay. we'll see. But yes, you, I'm not gonna be. you forfeit your first practice on Saturday. So that's and then you can practice the second practice and the scuff session. Mm, all right. So yeah, it's a good opportunity though, especially if they've never, drivers have never been there or you know they want to try to set something up, maybe change something a little bit, or you get a chance to get out on the track. Yeah, I think it's gonna change a lot from Friday evening to Saturday morning when they go out and practice. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it'll be matching race times. Yeah, true. So yeah, it'd be a good chance to do that. 
So then we also had some racing. Um, yeah, we also had racing on Monday over at Golden Sand Speedway. Uh, so that we had the Tundra race was there for that one. Dalton Zier ended up getting the feature win. I uh, had a pretty dominant car there in the 119. Looked like it could, you could just put it wherever he needed to. Jordan DeVoy started off real strong and took, hung on for a second-place finish. Ty Fredrickson ended up having a strong third-place run. First ever Tundra start. Yeah, looked very good, and he'll play. he's planning to run on Saturday. Yeah, he's been there a couple times. He even had a fast time at Marshfield this season. Yeah, so looking forward to that as well. And Justin Mondike and Colin Reffner were the top five there. In the Pure Stocks, Bo Benish ended up getting the extra money that was put up for his feature win over Brett Breitenfeldt, Mark Collada, Steve Schilling, and BP, Brian Plish. In the Super Cups, Brandon Wind ended up getting a feature win in his final Super Cup race. He's moving up to a late model. Yeah, I saw that. So uh, congratulations to Brandon. And then Sean Urick was second, and Michael Rose was third. And quarter-mile late models, Dan Thompson got the win over Ty Feitzer and Wayne Postelt, I believe it is. Um, yeah, big racket. What yeah. a what Google a got shot, the yeah. back end of... Um, um, Tom, well, not Thompson, the other one, the six. Which one was... Yeah. yeah whoever that was, the sheriff car. Oh, um, what's that guy's name? Tim Bowman. Ballman, there you go. So, yeah, got in the back of Ballman. Barrels, I think that one car is pretty. Ballman then came down and clipped Spoo, and Spoo is Spoo's the one, the that one went at, to at the 24. Yeah. yeah, they said they might as well take that to Hilltop, one of our great sponsors, and put it in the record. That's how bad it was. It was a, it was a hard hit. Rough hit, absolutely. But yeah, it's well, it was good to have those support classes. Though it was a good turnout there for Golden Sands. And, and we were fighting. It was a what 95, so they moved the yeah. show up. Started at noon, just ran feature races, which what we got done at a decent time. Yeah. Watch all that traffic going back south as we headed yeah. back north, which wasn't too bad of a day. Made a few stops and enjoyed the rest of the Labor Day. I made it back to the parade, so it was hot out there. It was hot. Yeah, and there was also, um, I think it was down at, what was it, Bells for the Jim Sauter Classic, uh, and it was Ty Majeski getting the win in that one. Over at Luke. Right? Over Luke. Yeah, early incident that started. They came through the back. Uh, sounded like a pretty good race there. Okay. So, yeah, so that was our results. Again, kind of recapping our, our champions and rookies throughout the year here looking at State Park. Brock Heinrich was our super late model champion. Jevin Goralski is our rookie. Yeah, I see Brock's here. We'll get him on air here. Dave Kabelka is the pure stock champion with Kyle Check as the rookie. Four-cylinder mods was Tim Anderson and Mike Maharg as the rookie. Four-cylinder stocks with Eric Breitenfeldt with the championship. The Legends, Elliot Weiler and Bandos, Penn Sauter. Golden Sands was S-Wine with the championship and Tucker Miller with the rookie in Super Late Models. Kendrick Cryer and Max Steinhorst in the Pro Lates. Jeremy Flees and Adam Rinkowski in Super Stocks. Brett Breitenfeldt got the Pure Stock Championship over Kyle Check as the rookie. And Brad Apt took care of both of them, but hanging on with a flat tire in the last race. Whoever finished ahead of the other was right. going to win yeah, that one. So that. Brad Apt had a he great had run there. He ended up selling that car to, um, yep. Travis. to the Solutions crew, yeah. Yep, and Garrett Strakota got the championship in the four-cylinder stock class there. Heidi Cuff was the rookie. Josh Zacharias and Ryan Bentz. Michael Cluck was the six-cylinder. Aitchin Brockhouse and Axel Oldenhoff, legend and bando champions at Plover. Well, there you have it. Those are your champions. We're going to talk to some here tonight. So again, still plenty of time to get over to 21 Pub here in Rothschild. We got plenty of giveaways. We got good food. We got cold drinks. Again, we're going to pay the bills, Dan, as we come back. You're listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. <laughs>
Live from Pony One Pub, the championship show, as we've been doing this the last six years. So we want to thank Sean. Usually close out on Monday nights, but come check it out Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. They got Packer games. They got Badger games. They didn't play very good the other night. I know it's not no. a, a radio show. I was kind of disappointed, all that hype and whatever, but move on with that. Uh, I know. Fire them. Fire yeah, uh, yeah, fire them all. Yeah. yeah. Fire Fickle now. No. But yeah, hopefully Dan took care of that at dinner. So we're happy that he's uh, checking in from Florida and wherever. I think my buddy Todd's checked in from Florida. Again, it's always great to see when people come down and with the streaming apps, it gives people opportunities to uh, tune in however they do, even on the FM 96.3 or on the internet. So uh, yeah, sure they want to thank all those folks. You know, and we started the season back uh, over in May over at uh, Pit Stop Bar and Grill. And thank yeah. Uncle Dave Such was I mean, thanks State Park Speedway. Um, we want to thank um, in a lock service, Mr. Key. He took the night off bowling. He said, I can't lose my perfect <laughs> attendance. He wrote a check, so... You know, at least uh, <laughs> yeah. Steve's happy. Lisa Shell Service. I want to thank John and Veronica and the Lisa's uh, family. Hilltop Auto Ranking, Jeffy and Dunright Exteriors uh, coming on board. We want to thank uh, Justin Schultz and his family. We kind of talked to the, him at at the Deachins. He's like, oh, yeah, let's do it. And uh, really appreciate uh, his uh, uh, very nice, generous jumping on board and Jay's Auto Repair. Saturday night, it's NASCAR's Cup Series racing with the Bass Pro Shop. Race from Bristol Motor Speedway, beginning at 6.30 on Central Wisconsin's racing station, Blue Jay 96.3 and the AM 7.30. We're streaming on the WJMT. I, I didn't check. I was busy with the scrimmage, which was awesome. We had a good good finish with the cycling hockey team. How did uh, Derek Krause do on Saturday? He ended up with, I think it was a eighth-place finish, and Parker was 11. So I, it was a, a good run for those boys um, in the Xfinity Series. And... Um, and it worked last radio show when I said Jerry Wicks was having a lot of luck in the NASCAR pool. He started going downhill. So okay. um, hopefully that uh, Jerry's having a lot of luck in the pool will help again. And he can <laughs> drop down a few more spots as Jeff is second and I'm third in that one. So we'll see how that goes. It's kind of funny. I saw that picture with Derek and Mark and the man, the myth, the legend. Well, Yeah, Dean LaPointe in there. Yeah. Mr. Fitzwell. Yeah, that was good to see. And uh there's been some rumors that Dean might uh, have something up his sleeve, so we'll oh. see if something happens. I'm, I'll, I'll just leave it there and leave it at that. Squash we'll see it. See what happens. Yeah. So we're here at 21 Pub. We got some tickets to give away for Chula Vista. We got pulled pork sandwiches from Kim's BS, Kim Bob's Cafe. Go support them. Great sponsors. Steve almost lost a headset because he almost dropped a napkin. But um, that's how it goes. You can't see it on the on the Facebook. We're not live on the Facebook. We're live here on the radio. Blue Jay. 96.3, our 12th uh, season in in uh, doing motorsports live on location. So I want to thank everyone who stepped up and thanks to everyone who comes as we know it gets to be busy, busy, busy and, and wrap things up. And, you know, that's how it goes. You know, we, we picked and choose what shows worked for us and wasn't every week, but as you announce three nights a week and have a full-time job, it gets to be a little tough. But <laughs> yeah. can't do it without the places we're open up their businesses. So, Sean, always his saying was, if he's open on Monday near 21 Pub, he told this guy last year, um, it, Mondays, if I'm open, I'll get free beer and pizza. Well, <laughs> the guy took him up and he says, it's Monday. Sean says, well, this is a special, you know, we open up. And I still think Sean got him a pizza and a beer, so he lived hey. up to his words. So there I don't think know. the guy got to drink all the beers that he thought he was, but he <laughs> thought he was going to get free. But yeah, we've been coming here for the last. Um, 
last six years, I've saw some memories pop up. So yeah, no, it's always a great time coming back here nice and talking place. to. It takes you, you know, old school, you know. It's kind of right. You know, they make some pizzas and invite us here, and you know, people play rip tickets or whatever they want to do. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll leave that one there. Too, yeah, that one yeah. stings a little bit for someone I know. But anyways, <laughs> we, we got a guy that uh, shows up most of the time. Uh, he's been a great supporter of the show and. Does a good job in four-cylinder racer. He's like the Ty Majeski of four cylinders. <laughs> How about a nice hand for Garrett Stracona? Garrett, now if I called you that, that might be a little too generous. Uh, I see the smile on your face, but damn, you're good. Oh, we, uh, yeah, something like that, right? Try to keep the uh, keep things rolling. The naysayers, right? You know, how does that go? Uh, you know, anyone that has success, everyone's like, oh, this guy's cheating. You know, they get mad. Oh, he's going to win. You know, he's a bottom feeder. You know, he eats cheeseburgers. You know, you kind of get picked on, but you kind of got thick skin. I mean, uh, I see it, and you're, you're a quiet guy. You let the race and do the talking, and talk about the year you had uh, plenty of wins, plenty of trophies, uh, but it wasn't easy. Uh, about the end of August, uh, the car was kind of giving you fits, and uh, it was like, all right, we got to go get another car back to the drawing board. And it turned out to uh, cap off a championship. So, kind of talk about the ups and downs of the season. Oh uh, yeah, ended up uh, with uh, eight feature wins at the end of the year. So uh, definitely can't complain about that. Uh, kind of struggled there towards the second half of the season, just uh, with mechanical problems and you know that sort of thing. But uh, got it all straightened out and uh, uh, finished out the season strong. Yeah, it looked real strong, and um, you know it seemed like Golden Sands was was definitely a place for you that that you really had it kind of figured out there. And uh, was there something you were able to figure out this year that maybe helped you out from previous years? I know you've always been good there, but has there was there anything that you figured out this year that might have helped you a little bit more? Um, or just always playing around with the car, you know, uh, uh, go home and, and work on it and try different things. And I, I think we found a little something towards the, the second half there. It kind of helped us out a little bit. And sometimes contact from other tracks can help the car in certain mm -hmm. situations. But uh, overall, it seemed like, um, for the most part, Golden Sands, relatively clean all year. You know, there were a few things you were involved in. But overall, if there was something that was involved, it didn't involve you as much. You were able to keep your nose clean. Um, is that a track where you've had – do you find it harder to – stay out of trouble i'd assume it'd be easier to kind of stay out of trouble there you got a lot more room to work with well there's a there's definitely a lot more room there and uh um, you know if something does start to go south there's some place to to try to get away from it so uh i think that helps out a lot and uh just kind of just try to survive <laughs> survival that's that's the name of the game kurt right well yeah and think about it you know you race thursday night get done late you know and you get home and load the car or maybe some guys don't you know, but I'm, I'm sure these guys are going nut and bolting it and then get up go to work and get done with work and get back on the trailer drive down 45 minutes south on the highway and go out and and race again and you know there's a lot of guys that uh, have done that this year and I, I think the car counts you know were fairly good you know especially Marshall I think we picked up I know Garrett's not big fan of the half mile but um what is it that, that makes you come back every year in the four-cylinder stock? Obviously, uh, Eric's a good friend, and you guys had some uh, – it was kind of a crazy race, I'd say, the last race. Uh, did you uh, dis, uh, show displeasure after that, uh, or you just kind of chalk it up and say, hey, uh, No, we'll no, move on. It's, uh, that's just hard racing on, on the last lap, and uh, everybody's uh, trying to go for the same spot of real estate, and – Sometimes things happen. 
So the rest of the year, um, you've still got some enduro stuff going for Wassa. I think you brought that car out not too long ago. Uh, you still up to 10, 12, uh, four cylinder cars, or have you the stable get a little deplenished this season? Oh uh, yeah, we're we're down to two now, so uh, we've kind of backed it off there a little bit. But so, uh, are you ever gonna get your buddy Blaine Gould back in a car again, or what? I've tried. Uh, he's I think he's uh, retired to the stands. All right, Steve's got a question. He wants to be in the game. I, I quick question. Do you prep the car differently for the enduro race than you would for a, a regular uh, race? Do you do anything different to it, or you just uh, put it in and cross your fingers? Um, well, the, the rules are quite a bit different. The, uh, the, uh, the enduro stuff kind of tries to be more stock-ish, so uh, you definitely have to, to slow down the car a little bit there. But, uh, you know, it's, it's still the same general ideas. You know, you're still turning left, so you're still trying to – Make the car turn. Do left. you end up uh, before a 300 lap enduro like they're going to have at Wasa on the 25th? I think it is. Uh, do you 25th or 28th? I got to look at it. Something like it's that Saturday before Halloween. Uh, do you put brand new brakes on that thing, knowing it's going to be a longer race than a 20 lap race on a Thursday night compared to a Saturday afternoon soiree? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, we put all new brakes on it. Uh, start the race on a brand new set of tires. Whereas you know on a on a normal Thursday night, we probably get five or six nights out of a set of tires. I, on a, at one of those enduros where it's you know 300 laps, you're once uh, uh once the race is over, those those tires are garbage. That's but is it usually the right front pretty chewed up at the end or? Uh, the right both right sides are shot for sure. And that one's a survival Steve race. If you haven't ever been to that, it's insane. That one year we had a hundred and some cars, and you've had some good successes in that. Uh, I know. Eric's won the one at Plover. What's your best finish in one of those Enduros? Um, I won at uh, WIR back in 2020. So, oh, yeah. So uh, we got one, but uh, still still looking for another one yet. That's got to be a good payday when you get a couple, 3,000. If you get 100 cars, five grand, that would be great to, to uh, a win, especially knowing that you're one of the top in time of Jeske of four-cylinder racing. <laughs> yeah. um, anyone you want to thank? Uh, we've had you on the show before. Maybe that you've uh, maybe forgot. Uh, I don't know if you have girlfriend or ma that supports you. I know your dad supports you all the time, uh, yeah. and you got some great sponsors. Who do you want to thank? I just want to thank uh, Keith at A&E Lock, uh, Kim at Kim Bob's, and uh, Jeffy at Hilltop. And there's always more room to improve, right? If they want to put your sticker on just to come talk to you, right? Oh, absolutely. There you have it. He's yeah. got the Enduro coming up. He was a champion over at Golden Sand Speedway. And, uh, you know, best of luck. Uh, what do we got planned for next year? Um, uh, we've late still model, got, super late model. I, I wish. I, I, think I don't think could. the checkbook would like that very much. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's just uh, at the end of the day, it all comes down to money, you know. Just like everything in the sport, it's just uh, it's about how much money you have and what you can spend. So uh, if we can uh, find something that would work for us, I'd I definitely like to uh, try something else. You know what? That one year you were winning 50-50s and all that stuff. I think uh, you probably were on the verge of making some good money. I think you won it at Slinger and all that, but. Uh, Always a guy that uh, runs hard and uh, supports uh, the racetracks in central Wisconsin with another championship. How about a nice hand for Garrett Stracota, everybody? Garrett, thanks for joining us. Enjoy some food, sign some autographs, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96. You've been listening to the Trackside Results Show.
Inside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. Live from 21 Pub here in Rothschild. 18 Boulevard, yeah, 18 Brown Boulevard. I almost forgot what color we're on. But, uh, yeah, we're here enjoying the last show. Steve got a haircut. He's all fresh, uh, you know. <laughs> there you go. That's what it's all about. <laughs> I mean, you just watched it. You know, I was looking at some of the old photos. Yeah, yeah. We were young 12 years ago when we first started this. <laughs> yeah, I hit the 40 mark. It's all over and what the crying. But, hey, we, we're back in another year, and uh, always great to have some new guests. I think we've had Jason on before, and Jason's been a guy that's a, a corner worker. He also does some flagging up at the Tomahawk Speedway, and when he gets time, he does some Dairyland vintage racing, and Allison's taping us right now, so it feels like I'm nervous. We're on the hot seat. How about a nice hand for Jason Torney, everybody? Jason, I, I know uh, we kind of threw you on the spot. You're just enjoying the night and made the trip over our last show, and thanks for coming. I appreciate it, Kurt and Brandon. Thank you for letting me come down. You know, it's kind of like the time, you know, you let us come over to the RC track, and we pounded on your car so bad. Mark Mackesy's car took a beating. I was on it. I was driving it. I, I'll tell you what, Jason's like, you know what? Have fun at it, boys. And that was a fun night. Um, this was about a few years ago. It was a winter night, and there was nothing going on. So I went down to the RC track. That was when it was just over at the, uh, uh, Bo Bo Archer. yeah, the archery place. Yeah, yep. the, and we had a little bit of fun. And you do some of that racing too. Kind of talk about your RC racing career. RC racing started for me quite a few years ago. Last couple of years, I've been on it pretty heavy and traveling from it, actually different states with different series and stuff. And uh, been having a lot of luck with it. Glad my daughter started running with me this year too. Or last couple of years. My son still shows up once in a while, and when Dad was still around, he was racing with us too a little bit. Uh, run a couple different classes, everything from short course trucks to pan cars, which is like a basically uh, like a late model type thing. And uh, we've had a lot of luck with uh, dealing with a lot of the older cars with them. Yeah, and nice. you guys got all kinds of gadgets and work on them and rebuild them right there. And it was kind of cool to see, um, especially some of our racers. I believe Kyle Check still kind of continues that. Is he yep, still he, part of it? We had a little break in it last year. We just weren't able to find a building to put the track down. Yeah. But he has been doing it. Kirk Grolsky's been around there. Uh, both Grolsky boys have been playing. And it's, people come down, and especially guys that have been racing on regular cars, they let them take a couple laps or race what they can, too. Yeah, and I know Tucker Miller, which, he's been a big RC racer. Pat Tashoski. It was it's Kabelka. cool. Dave Kabelka, yeah. He's got, had all those gadgets. So, you know, that's what he said. You get to see a lot of those places. Uh, you've been doing the the lining cars up at Wassa. And Flagan kind of talk about how the, that is a different uh, role, especially with you over the years being involved with racing teams. Oh, different racing teams, it's always fun. I've got to know most of the drivers at State Park and Tom Walker, wherever else I have been working at, and it's kind of fun when I line them up in a backstretch, especially when they tell every driver to give me the one th finger up. It's usually a different finger every time. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're but, on the uh, radio. That's okay. But uh, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it happens. Kind of, you know, you've been doing that. Um, you, you mentioned your dad, Bob. Bob. We lost him a few years ago. He was always a staple at the racetrack, and uh, that's probably how you got involved in racing, huh, Jason? Yeah, that's how Dad, that, Dad is the one that got me involved in. He used to race back in the day with Grandpa Bob Dalski and a bunch of other guys. And I was only a couple weeks old the first time I went to the races, and I've been kind of hooked ever since. Yeah, and, over the years? Oh, yeah. And have been all uh, over the place. Yeah, all over the place. What kind of tracks did you and Dad and Ma go to? You guys did some NASCAR stuff or uh, just local? My son and I went to a NASCAR race down in uh, at Chicagoland. Other than that, Dad and I have been to, oh, of course, State Park Speedway, Tomahawk, Golden Sands, Marshfield, um, been down to Herbert and Kokona, uh, 
tons of times back in the day too. For Dixieland and all those Sunday oh, those races. Red, white, and blue series. Are, yeah. Yeah, yep. that, yeah, that was awesome when they were on Sundays. It was just uh, a different era for sure. You were you're at that age where you get to see that and see how it is now in racing, and and then all of a sudden you decided, uh, let's go a little uh, Dairyland vintage racing. How did you get your hands on that machine that you have? And tell us about. A lot of people have been asking me for years why I don't get a car. It's I don't have, can't afford it, and I don't have the time to do it. But I got a call from uh, Bill Fralick. His dad, Steve, had a car that's been sitting in the barn for about 13 years and thought it might be kind of fun to get it out on the track and see what it could do. And I got the call and took a few laps with it and got hooked and been kind of going at it ever since. It's been a lot of fun. We've got, I think, seven or eight dirt races on it and a couple on the asphalt with Sean and them guys. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. you got a lot yeah. of learning to do on the asphalt into this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're trying. Yeah. Yeah, you were at practice and got some tires. Uh, I believe what the Gorelskis said, hey, here's yep. some tires and helped you out. Like, And that's it, it must have been fun to uh, finally get to uh, compete. I know Sean was excited for all those years. Him and Uncle Dave sponsored that race, and it rained out. And this year, again, it wasn't supposed to rain. It rained in the morning and still got it in on a, a Sunday afternoon. Uh, but uh, kind of talk about the Dairyland Vintage Race. Uh, they got any more scheduled for the season? I know usually John has come up in the past. Yeah, we've got one more scheduled date this year, and that's on the 30th of this month in Luxembourg. Um, fortunate enough, I was able to win that race last year. First one I've ever won, and it was a very emotional race, especially being the first one after my dad passed away. Oh, yeah. Uh, looking forward to going yes. back up there again. It's a nice track, a great facility, and they put on a really good show up there, too. Last time, I think there's over 100 cars for that show. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. yeah, those fall specials get really, you know, a good turnout. You know, people are done chasing points. You get to see guys from, you know, Maybe come over from Otagami, or you get guys that come up from Tomahawk, or across over from the western part of the state, maybe Mississippi Thunder, and and it's kind of uh, it's kind of cool to see who's the best of the best. And yeah, I've never been to Luxembourg. What kind of a track is that? It's I'm not sure the size. I think it's a pretty good size third mile. Um, you can let them leg out pretty good there. It's about the size of SK, whatever that was. Okay, yeah. a lot of room. Right, and a lot of room to pass. It's held in a fairgrounds. It's a nice facility. They got great food and stuff there too, and um, they kept the show running really well. You know, also, you know, every place has issues as far as track cars breaking down, crashing, and stuff like that to yeah. deal with. But as far as everything else, they ran a great show, just like most places do around here. And looking forward to going back. Yeah, and that can happen when you get a bunch of racers that don't race with each other. And you know, yeah. you might have uh, some extra money, and you know, maybe you know, big bragging rights of who's going to go. Um, so when you guys go over there, they welcome you there. You guys running just your division. Uh, you guys end up getting uh, some different uh, racers that uh, you've maybe not been accustomed with? Last year we had one that came over from out of state, and he's actually a, a races with another series that's a little farther advanced than what we are. We've only been doing this for a couple of years, and we're growing. Uh, the more cars we can get out there, the better off it is. And we welcome him to run with us, and he definitely showed us how to get around that track the first <laughs> time out there on a, on a heat race. I got lucky enough, he started behind me in the feature, I was able to keep him back, and he finished about a half a fender behind me at the finish line. But this guy has got a lot of years behind him and a really good car, too. Yeah, well, that's awesome that you're able to hold right with him then and get that win. And, um, you know, you we, we had went up to, um, you know, TNT is, uh, you know, back. They're really working on bringing that track back. So kind of talk a little bit about uh, who's kind of taking that over. And uh, sounds like um, sounds like a really good opportunity. They're going to try to have one more race yet this yeah, Brooke Roman and, and uh, Christy have taken that over. They have done an amazing job in the last probably 10 to 12 weeks of turning that track over from being an abandoned track to a functional yeah, track. Yeah, I saw in the pictures. Wow. And, nice uh, job. They announced the race last Monday. 
Yeah, that was the first time they talked about it. And race was on Saturday. They had, I believe, about 45 cars. There's over 300 people in the stands on that short of a notice for a track that's been sitting for about five years. That's awesome. So Brett yeah. Broman used to run in the streeters at Tomahawk. Correct. Yes. And memory serves me correct when it's the snowmobile race, and he's the, one of the guys on the water truck of the world championship derby track when chuck owned the place right i i don't know a whole lot about what brick does with the, with the snowmobile side of things but i know he's trying to get snowmobiles atv side by sides and everything else that come run up there too and he's got a big plan ahead of him and if it, things keep going the way they are right now i think it's going to work out uh as part of the track crew this past saturday the races went off without a hitch um they had great participation great feedback from everybody and that's um, what you got to do the first time everyone you know might have you know complaints here or maybe we can do it a little different than that but when you take it over, I remember when Andy took over Tomahawk and everyone, well, most of us came from the asphalt side, so some of us probably didn't know what we were doing, but, you know, take the constructive criticism and, and move on and, and, and try to fix it for the next time. But that's it's pretty cool to see that. Now, they're just running that race. Um, what are their plans now? If uh, Tomahawk, is, it's for sale. Um, do they plan on maybe jumping on Saturday night to take over that area if it doesn't sell or become a racetrack? That I'm not 100% sure of. Saturday it's going to work out pretty well right now, too. But if they had an issue as far as Tomahawk coming back in and they had something, that they, they would look into that as the time came. I'm um, not sure what's going to happen with Tomahawk right now. Most of the guys that were there helping out as far as track workers on Saturday were from Tomahawk, which was kind of nice because we were all on the same playing field. We knew what to expect of each other. Right. And with um, Amy Brown up in the stands and stuff like that, up in the tower, it worked out really well. We were able to communicate real well. We were all using hand signals. Our radios were a little bit lax at that point, but we, it, it worked out really well. Yeah, and it's yeah. unfortunate. You know, Andy's taking on some other endeavors in life, and like you said, you've been there since the first uh, race, and uh, you know, I think uh, you were kind of emotional about Saturday night, and, and I know Marilyn's like, hey, if it doesn't sell, you know, Andy's done. He's done with the race and stuff. But I think most of the guys, like Shamley Schwarmer and Derek, I think Derek's done. I know you said you, if she thought about throwing a race, uh, I think uh, there's still people that would still uh, help out. There's been a lot of talk about it. I haven't heard anything from Maryland or anything yet, but uh, if there is another race, I'm sure there's a lot of us that would definitely consider coming back for one last run and see what happens. Yeah, she here the final and pit me out for it. I'm like, well, we'll see what it is. <laughs> yeah. so. You, Kurt, come on. No, no, no. I, I don't know. It's a... Uh, yeah. It is a lot of work. You I gotta mean, get B Ash up there. That's yeah, what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it, we didn't do a Saturday night, but if we did a fall special, Allison's like yeah. telling us she's giving us the one countdown. <laughs> so she's gonna be the producer. Well, hey, that's a difference of like 50 years right there with producers, but we ain't gonna say that. No, that's he's right. looking at you. That's right. that's the, he that's writes the, the that's check. The he writes the check, and then he's the. Yeah, he, he does. <laughs> yeah. He could cut that off, Kurt. I was just <laughs> making sure Steve was paying attention. I know he's been uh, <laughs> helping out, um, showing uh, Allison the way. Usually it's Jerry giving us the countdown. Yeah. But, Jason, uh, any sponsors that you want to thank that's on your Dairyland Vintage car? Oh, definitely. I'd like to thank Keith of a, &A Lock Service. He's been a great sponsor of many cars around here for years. Can't thank him enough for the help this year. Um, also, in and out liquor in, Mo in Merrill. Yes, it's a drive through liquor store. Oh, really? They have yeah, them in Wisconsin? Cool. Yeah. Don't Just, tell everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they bring the brown paper bag when you go? Yeah. Go right up. It's in a car wash. You go through, it's covered. You don't have to worry about the elements outside. It's kind of nice. And you yeah. don't have to worry about, oh, there's that neighbor guy again going right. to the liquor store. <laughs> they don't know what you're coming out of there with. It's a bag. It could be a beer. It could be a soda. Who knows? Right. Right. Yeah. But uh, also, 
Hilltop for sure. I mean, uh, Jeff's been a lot of help out there, and I appreciate them guys. Uh, Glenray Radiators, I had a little incident last week in uh, Eagle River, and they got that radiator patched up within a week and back, so I got it back in the car already. Probably the original MG. Mike uh, Gajewski, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, RC helped me out out there. I appreciate sure. them guys. Um, and I'd also like to thank Roll the Cars. Uh, little store out in Stanley. They uh, put on a good car show this past weekend and helped me out a little bit with some stuff there, too, and I appreciate their help. Yeah, and you awesome. brought your car up to Richard, so we want to thank you for that as well. So, hey, Jason, thanks for coming on. You did a great job. It's always great to hear other sides of racing, not just being a race car driver and other things that uh, learn a little bit more. So, uh, hey, don't uh, be a stranger and come visit us more. No, I'd like, love to. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. How about it for Jason Torney, everyone, the Dairyland Vintage Racer, and he's joined us here tonight for our final show of the 2023 season. It's our time to pay the bills. You're listening to Trackside Live from the 21 Pub on Blue Jeep. Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3, our final show of the 2023 season. Again, live at 21 Pubs. Still got plenty of time to come down, enjoy some Kim's BS sauce and some uh, pulled pork. But hopefully, you enjoy the uh, the pulled pork. The BS sauce always enjoyable. Yes. It's funny, absolutely. you know, we were at Troy's the other night after the hockey scrimmage, and barbecue took the whole thing of barbecue, and he he says, "I love barbecue." And he just took it. Just he drank it. He said he drank a whole bottle of the peanut oh, butter. Oh, oh, Remember Barbecue, the guy that just signed yeah, up? Yeah. Yeah, Barbecue. He's like, he could drink a whole bottle in one sitting. He just slams it. Wow. That's 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 insane. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty crazy. It wasn't Kim's. Uh, it was a little thicker, but that guy's crazy. But always enjoy that place. We stopped at this year. We also want to thank Rick here tonight. Rick showed up. Rick and Sharon. Over at Aftershock, we had a show there right before the Deacons weekend. Yeah, great show. Great turnout. A lot of great guests. And uh, We went to Hiawatha this year. That was a first. Yep. Yeah, went there. That was a good one. Cellar Bar, of course, uh, before the original Ben yes. Race. So. Yeah, that's all right. So um, kind of like we are at the Cellar, but in September, right? But we're at yeah. 21 Pub. We also stopped at... Um, well, I was... The, the Mill Yard? The Mill. Yeah. Mill Yard. That was a new one. And Richards was our last show. Yeah, so yeah, pit stop was our first one. Yeah, yeah Uncle Dave is here. Yeah, Uncle Dave's buy-in, he says. But uh, anyways, we're at 21 Pub, and we might as well talk to the guy that owns 21 Pub. He owns it. Uh, he says he works all the time, but we know Denise and uh, Jesse usually run it, and the other gal back behind Lisa. the bar, Lisa. How about a nice hand for the owner, Sean Herzog, the driver of the 21 Vintage Car. Hey, Sean. Thanks for having us. Uh, this is our sixth year, finally up the show. Uh, Again, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you guys for coming. It's always been a great turnout. Thank you for everybody showing up tonight. You know, and it's uh, Tuesday, or you usually open up on Tuesdays. Um, right now, Monday, we're here at 21 Pub, so it's kind of feel like a different day. Uh, kind of talk about 21 Pub, how you got started, and uh, how has it been? How many years you've been going strong here? Well, I've been here nine years now. We'll be starting our 10th year here uh December 27th, we started our 10 years. Been around the bar business all my life. Um, my last bar was out in Marathon City. Um, I had Puckers out there for four and a half years. So you've been uh, in the bar business, uh, but your dad was in the bar business, and uh, you kind of were on the other side of the 
instead of bar business before you bought the bar, you Correct. were a beer I worked, salesman. I worked, I worked for Miller for seven and a half years as a beer uh, salesperson and driver. So been on both sides of the bar. Which side's easier? The side that you drink on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's always right. Uh, but 21 Pub, you came up with the name? Because I believe that was your hockey number, right? Correct. 21 was my hockey number all through high school, after high school. And might as well turn it into the bar name, 21. You got to be 21 to drink. 21st Amendment, when they got rid of Prohibition. There's a lot of meetings behind 21 Pub. Yeah. That, and we're close. Now it's, and now it's my car number. We're close to 21 Brown Street. It was just a little bit off. Yeah, why right across you... the street is 21. Yeah. Is that the <laughs> yeah. is that the uh, the music shop? The music shop. Okay, yes. that's what's across the street. I was gonna say the uh, uh, mail service place, but that's down the road. Correct. So 21 Pub, you got the car 21. You got a, a win on the season. It had a a break at uh, State Park Speedway. What went wrong that night? Uh, you had almost every bar owner in Marathon County there. <laughs> You won the heat race. Got to talk about the feature. The heat, heat race went well. Um, after I turned in uh, to get the pictures and stuff like that, I something broke. Thought something broke. Got to the pits, checked things out. Everything looked good. Got ready for the feature. Uh, when I backed out of the stall, I knew something still was wrong with the power steering. Mm. And here it was a bracket that held the power steering pump that, that broke. That's all it was. Yep. That's a $55 part cost me a race. That sharp turn into victory lane really got you then. Yeah, man. Yeah, Jason. Jason says thank yeah, you. Yeah, Jason's <laughs> happy about that. Yeah, but so that's, you know, that was a, a good race, you know, good showing. You know, we had quite a few, you know, drivers that made their attempt there that were following the series right. throughout the and year. Right, first time at State Park Speedway. I consider that home track. Yeah. We've been trying to get that race there now for three years, and that rain just won't go away. No. Even when we changed the date, it was still there that day. Yeah, it's unfortunate that way, but uh, finally got it in, and then they're having a good run over at Marshfield. That was with a different series. That was with the Upper Midwest Vintage Racing Series that's going to be racing on Saturday at the BEV. Uh, You had a good car. You were out by a corner, and guess what? Caution come out with a couple laps to go, and that was about it. Tim Lynn broke a drive shaft and took a while to clean up the track. Tires cooled down, got a little greasy. Brian Lee got around me, so I had to settle for second. Yeah, that's all right, though, because you were kind of battling a rib injury. Correct. And I think that may have tightened you up, too, as a driver. <laughs> and uh, we didn't see you for a few days because you had to uh, had a, a little relaxing. Relax <laughs> and, and, and heal up. But now you're ready to go. We're ready to go. We got a double feature coming up in Marshfield. Looking really forward to that. Should have a great group of cars with the Upper Midwest Vention Series. I'm always looking forward to getting out to Marshfield. Marshfield. Is a great track, very comfortable there racing. Um, and then get ready for Fest. Fest is right around the corner. Yeah, Fest is coming up with Upper Midwest Vintage. And um, and then there's another race that Upper Midwest Vintage has on the schedule yet, too. Right. Kenny booked a race, um, the last race ever at Rockford, Illinois, October 28th. And um, looking forward to going down there. Um, they had a great showing there on the 26th. Yeah, they had a bunch of uh, Illinois cars. Those guys get after it, though. Mm-hmm. They do. They had great clean racing, no yellow flags, nothing. They Everybody ran clean, ran a good race. The other um, races that day, a lot of people can't say that. <laughs> yeah. Few people took flight lessons that day. Yeah, it, it gets crazy sometimes there. And, uh, yeah, it, it just proves that that the the amount of you know quality drivers that that are in the vintage series you know it's really good to see and again a lot of these drivers 
raced in other divisions and then they realized that the cost just got way out of whack. So um, is that something that's kept you kind of drawn to uh, the vintage series? I know you had the, the 602 crate for a while, but you've kind of, your driving has stayed in the vintage and is that a big part of the reason? Right, well, cost of racing is very expensive. Um, the 602 class is great. Just had a few hiccups in that racing series. Um, vintage racing is inexpensive. They recommend you using used tires. You can use tire softener to cut costs down. And it's a great group of guys. Everybody gets paid the same, no matter if you finish first or last. Great clean racing, good competitive racing. People say that, you know, you choose a winner. Who's going to win each week? Not true. Everybody's out there. They're a go-getter. They want to win races. The guys that work on their cars, they win. Yeah, and that's what... You know, a lot of people thought that, and that's good to know about that, that you're all going out there, giving each other, running each other hard, and, you know, I think that we're well, running clean. Yeah. You're running clean. You're and not... we've seen that where, you know, you can show up just with yourself, and, you know, Larry will help you, or his son Jason, or anyone around there, like that one night, you're like, well, it's just going to be a couple of us, and some other cars came out, and all of a sudden, you know, Daryl p- pulls up, Larry's grabbing his ramps, and helping them unload the car and that's what you like to see and you know a little scooby snack you know help each other out and you know that's what what it's all about exactly you know to get away from the drama and some of that stuff i mean everybody's there to help everybody out everybody wants to help the next guy out to be competitive be faster and i'll just make more exciting racing for everybody as long as everybody is on the same page and if someone's struggling or lacking hey try this air pressure try this stagger and I think you, you know, even did that with that, Tim Lynn, because he came to Marshall. He's a, it's a dirt car, and he's, like, thinking about maybe buying something different. I think he was in the verge of it, and you're like, hey, maybe try this. And, and he did. He took his advice, because that guy's got a lot of motor going down the streets. Just it doesn't corner as good as your guy's. Correct. Correct. He has a dirt car. You know, it's an older car. It's got the leaf springs and stuff in that. You know, Jason's got leaf springs in his car. You know, there's only a few guys that know the secrets behind that stuff. And we're not seeing those guys around anymore, you know. And it's tough to find the secrets to a leaf spring car. But with Tim, he's got a great motor in that car. Yeah. Um, he actually is doing great now. I mean, he's got a little help from Daryl Posh from Marshfield that's experienced leaf spring cars. And that car is looking great on the asphalt track right now. It's yeah. a lot smoother. It's not pitching up in the corner. He's doing a great job. Yeah, and Daryl's another one of them guys who... Just when you when you think of Marshfield, you think of Daryl Posh. I mean, because he ran on the dirt and ran everything there. What's it been like to get to know Daryl now over the years and get to learn kind of his, um, you know, his resume coming into racing? Has he been uh, pretty good to bounce ideas off of and, and good to get to know? Oh yeah, I mean Daryl is a great guy. He's willing to help out anybody. Last time we raced at Marshfield, he, you could see him over by Tim giving him a hand with his car. Tell him, hey, jack up your car when it's not being raced it's a lot easier on the leaf springs you know tape up a leaf spring here and there you know so he's great to help out larry bolster great guy great wheel man you know one of the best in the business along with his son jason stark that's helped me great i mean he's been there through everything with me helping me build my cars and that and help teach me a little secrets teaching yeah. you just a little tweak here and a tweak here and it makes a world of difference. Drop a half a air pound pressure in your left rear. 
huge, huge difference. Yeah. And you, it's a lot of stuff you've learned over the years because when you first came into it, you were just a race fan. I saw the pictures over on the table. You showed up and you always just kind of kind of learning and it seems like you've come a long way just learning from those guys and setups correct and now you can just kind of take it uh on your own way now and you still get some advice that's what it's all about uh any people you want to thank that's on your 21 car i know you got a list is steve well you're paying for the show anyway so you can talk as long as you want <laughs> yeah. i think there's a jets game on tonight you know there's football well we're here we're talking about racing i know come on Kurt. hey the brewers are playing i'm watching <laughs> First of all, we got to face Kim Lemke. Um, thank him for all the food tonight, the pulled pork and the Kim's BS sauce. Um, you see him, definitely thank him for the food tonight. Um, Dave Marks here, Central Wisconsin Vending. Keith from A&A Locksmith. What a hat. Everybody clap for these guys. Yeah. Great people. Um, Midas of Wassa. They thought Kenny would show up. He even shared it today. He's, his daughter's sick. She's okay. under weather, so he is home okay. doing the dad thing tonight. I haven't, um, I haven't seen Kenny. Jeff Weiss, Weiss Amusement out of Marshfield. Um, Tapper's Propane and Fuel. Um, Troy Champman, Champman Insurance down here in Schofield. Um, Flipside Graphics. Little Russ. And, of course, we got 21 Pub. And 21 Pub, what do we got uh Coming up this week at 21 Pub with Packer game coming up Sunday, right? Packer right. game is on Sunday. Noon game, I believe it is. Yep. Um, we'll definitely have a food spread for everybody to come down and enjoy oh, cool. and watch the game. There you have it. So, uh, again, you'll be racing Saturday. So we, when Sean usually gets on racing, he's got to fly back here and work because he's making everyone else work when he's trying to do this racing stuff if he's not traveling. And I'm sure you want to thank your bartenders as well. Who, who's your most, bartender? Most definitely got to thank Lisa Espana Bar right now, my girlfriend Denise. And Jesse's sitting on the other side of the bar tonight having a couple cocktails <laughs> well, it's on his Monday day off. Night. Yeah, Monday it's night Monday. he gets a day off. Yes. So, Sean, we'll give you the rest of the night off. You can shake hands and enjoy the rest of the night. Again, how about it for Sean for having us here for our season finale here at 21 Pub. Again, you're listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. or 12th year on the local channels here in the Wassa area. Again, thanks for all the support, especially our sponsors, State Parks Speedway, ANA Lock Service, your key authority, which should be bowling tonight, but he wanted perfect attendance yet. Uncle Dave at Central Wisconsin Venue, he brought the M&Ms tonight, so everyone's got some M&Ms. He always has them in the pits, too, on Thursday nights, whoever he's sponsoring or cheering for, or maybe who he's not cheering for, because he'll let you know who he's not cheering for, <laughs> won't you, Uncle Dave? Yeah. Or his barrel gets hit. We want to thank uh, Hilltop Auto Wrecking, Dunright Exteriors, and Jay's Auto Repair, and all the other sponsors uh, that helped with our live uh, sponsors this year. I know Richard's Restaurant and Bar. We also want to thank um, r and and uh, 21 Pub. We stepped up on for the uh, broadcast for the Memorial Races that yeah. we do for the Deachins, the Lodi, and the Flip. Yeah, always, always a great opportunity for those who you know are stuck working or out of town or anything there and uh you know especially with the wjmt app now uh it's so easy to follow along right on your phone so it's a it's a great opportunity to catch those and um yeah excited to have this next gentleman back on the air with us we've had him on a few times this year but uh in a busy week always an entertaining segment when he is oh, on boy. and uh now he's, he's added to the uh to the accomplishments with a track championship 
at State Park Speedway. Let's welcome to the show Brock Heinrich. Brock, welcome. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I know you got the car re getting ready to go for Marshfield. Obviously, wasn't a good turnout. Uh, you were a race fan. Kind of talk about that on um, Labor Day. It was just some racing that went on, Travis, and something like a shifter level may have got knocked out of place, but I uh, heard uh, you'd rather be in the race or you get a little wild up in the stands. I am, uh, sometimes I'm a bigger fan than I am a driver. When I, I get a little bit rowdy and wound up and, you know, I just, with Travis has just one of those racing things where it stunk, but I was, uh, I was being as big of a fan as I could be that day. And uh, I, I did enjoy it. It was hot, but uh, it was nothing. A few beers couldn't cool me down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it was hot, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, me and Matt were talking, I've been helping Matt out this year, announcing some Tundra races as he's taken over his family with the Tundra series. And he's like, Hey, Kurt, we want to do this and this. He's like, I'm just, I can be more relaxed and I got to deal with this. It, it's different. And I think Brandon understands that too when you are doing some other roles and you might just step away. And Brandon did this year too um, with the announcing. And that's tough to do because you enjoy doing that side of it. And it's probably a lot easier than getting, you know, complained or yelled at. And yeah. that's not any fun. That makes you want a guy to go home and not want to get out of the house for about a week. But, um, yep. I've been there. I've, I'm not no angel either. I probably said some things I shouldn't, Brock, when you're at the heat of the moment. And But um, uh, me and Matt were kind of talking, you know, knowing that we only have so many cars at Watson, you guys race each other every week hard. How did you guys team up to be on this, uh, to go for this Tundra championship? But you're not too far out, but uh, you're a little out. But uh, how did you guys put this thing together? Well, it, it pretty much kind of trickled right down to how I, I've always kind of admired how Travis drives, and he's he's got a ton of talent, and he had State Park figured out and uh, Plover figured out last year pretty well, and we wanted to be able to come back and race State Park full-time, and we did this year, but in order to do that, we had to take a little bit of uh, the load off, so we split we planned on splitting the Tundra season up. I wanted to work with him because I knew he was going to be good, and he was going to create a good chance for us uh, as far as uh, the points goes, but we had a really good season as well. The Bev race originally got rained out, and he would have been running that uh, solo, uh, but that kind of, with that being moved to next weekend, it enabled us to, enabled us to run together. So that's how that kind of came to be. He would have had a lot more uh, seat time this year in the car uh, had we not decided to switch the, the Plover races around and the state park races. Uh, but I picked up State Park. He picked up Plover, and uh, again, things happen on the track. It it was it's too bad that it happened the way that it happened. We came in with a marginal lead over uh, Dalton and uh, John, but um, we we'll be all right. I mean, I think a lot of the pressure's off now. Uh, I prefer coming into races being a little bit behind than being ahead and having to maintain. So I'm kind of looking forward to Saturday, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. You know, and Marshfield's not a track that you're accustomed to. I know you've had some. Uh, fast time run there, I believe last season when we did it, or two years ago. Um, what's different about Marshfield, where you've been so good at WAS, but you started out the year at Kakana and had a third place finish. So uh, seems like you guys have got it figured out this year uh, with all the hard work and people behind you, because it's been you're making things look easy, my friend. Well, it's I I think a lot of it is confidence. We've we've come into the season. We knew the car was going to be good after how we built it. We really um, we us the guys the the our mechanics that we all just worked so hard putting the car together and 
making sure everything was right. Uh, so we, every time we go to the track, we expect to be in competition or competing for the win. Uh, as far as Marshfield goes, uh, believe it or not, it's one of my favorite tracks. I like the big sweeping corners and the throttle control. you got to maintain your tires and uh, push it. It's, it's one of the same reasons I like lacrosse and Kakano so much. you really got to fire it into the corner. Uh, you you got to have balls to, to run the tracks like that, and you're going a lot faster than you're used to going at, like, State Park, which is a lot of rhythm, and uh, Golden Sands is a lot of rhythm. But um, uh, I would say that Marshfield and Kakana is you really got to drive the car. Uh, it, it'll do what you want it to do if you're nice to it, but um, it, 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 it fits my style of racing. Uh, sweeping corners, feather into the gas, maintain the right rear, and still go fast. So I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to be pretty good. And this week, Brandon, it's going to be four-tire show. Yeah, so you, you mentioned the, you know, the, the tire you know, wear. So how much is that going to be weighing on your mind or is there a certain is there a certain lap where that starts to leave your head and we got to go for it? Or do you think that the tire management is actually going to be one of the biggest pieces going into Saturday? I think it's going to be very interesting just because it's going to be a segment race for the Tundra Series anyways with the Bev race being ran first and then uh, the Tundra Championship feature following that. The good thing is, is we're going to be able to learn a lot with uh, the 50 laps running and then you're going to be running another 50 laps. So you're going to kind of know what the car is going to do going into the next race. But... You're right, maintaining tires is going to be huge, and usually that's something that's it's not on my mind a whole lot because these awesome Toby cars that they put together for us, they, they, they're really good on tires, and they're just balanced so well. Uh, so it, it enables me to just go and drive the car and do whatever I need to do with it. I hope I can hang on. I know I get kind of tired. It's uh, Towards the end of the season, I'm wearing out. Uh, I've got fishing on my mind and things now, but... <laughs> yeah. uh, no, we got one more again. Pressure's off, and I think I do. I truly do think tire conservation is going to be a big thing. But I got to talk to myself the entire right. race, otherwise yeah. I fall apart. You're not to be loose nut behind the wheel, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, pretty much. But you know, think about it though. If let's say the 119 has something go wrong in that first one, you could gain. Uh, do you push the envelope if you're, uh, let's say, running third, fourth uh, in that feature, and like, hey, I got to get a couple more spots, and we'll see how things go because. All it takes is uh, something to happen, and, and you know how racing is, especially when the pressure's not on. So do you push the envelope on the first 50? Well, I've got a bad habit of just racing as hard as I can whenever I get behind the wheel, and sometimes it ends up kind of against me, but other times uh, it, it works out. And I, I mean, my mentality is when the green flag drops, you got to go. you got to get to the front. you got to get the track position while it's easy to get. Uh, but, again, you're right. I mean, if depending on where he is on the racetrack, it might kind of dictate where – or how I'm racing the car at the time. If we can pick up a ton of points, maybe I'll run a little bit harder. If we're in a position where I, I don't really have anything else to gain, maybe I back down a little bit and then go into the next race with try to uh, win it. and try yeah. to win it. So I think a lot of it's just going to trickle down to where the other cars are on the racetrack. Um, we got two segments with them anyway, Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Has yeah. there been talk? like uh, So the one thing that I haven't heard from mad or anything yet and i don't know if they've sent anything out to the teams is there going to be any kind of invert after mm -hmm. that first feature that you're aware of and then um i just got the email today things, yeah. um i, I can actually pull it up i've got it i've got <laughs> it pulled up right now um it looks like they're gonna do a for the second race they're gonna do a six plus the roll invert based on how the finish is after that first feature which is cool yeah um I, I'm all for shaking it up anyways. I don't care if i got to start in the back in any of these races. I'm just going to go. But uh, 
Yeah, no, so they'll do that invert. So that might also play in the strategy, but I right. think all of us, all of the guys on our team, we don't we don't pay attention so much to the the wanna call it the the, the big picture. We when we're out on the track, we're racing. It's right. get positions, go for the win no matter what. Get positions, go for the win. And this I the last time that I had a segment race was the trickle ninety nine back in twenty twenty one. And we burned everything up right off the bat. So it, yeah. maybe if we're if we're going to be in this thing for the championship and we're in position, then we got to play a little bit smarter. But after, um, as of right now, it's just going to be go out there and try to win. Now we're talking yeah. about the Tundra race that's coming up this Saturday night for the Bev and the season championship. Rock, we're going to keep you around. We're going to talk about the success you had at State Park Speedway this season as you picked up the championship. So hang tight. We'll be right back for our last segment of the year with Brock Heinrich on Blue Jay 96.3. <laughs> Here at 21 Pub, our final segment of the season. Certainly want to thank all the places we stopped to this year, like we already mentioned, starting out over at Pit Stop and then making our way to Cellar Bar. And then that was before Ma's race. And then we went to Hiawatha. Yep, Hiawatha was in there. Then we had uh, Charlie's. Yep, forget it. Well. We can't forget about Charlie's. And That's we one of Brock's sponsors. In, but yeah, we, we didn't quite get to cruise in because they, they had closed their doors. So we went to Milliard and had that in there. Had the car show at Richards and then come yep. to 21 Pub. LT Club, yeah, yeah we can't LT forget them. New, They're yeah. great. Uh, yeah, but that was a, a, a thorough new one. And we want to thank Dee and the staff over there. Uh, always good to see different places and. Hopefully next year they invite us back because we'll try to get our 13th year. Lucky 13. But speaking of Charlie's Bar, Brock Heinrich, sponsored by Charlie's Bar. And she says, no matter what, I'll always sponsor you. And when you won your championship, and we're kind of talking off the break. Now it's been a, almost a, about a couple of weeks, almost a month, uh, you won the championship. Talk about how special that was to you, knowing that uh, State Park Speedway is where you watched all these guys race, and you get to race against some of these guys yet. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what was such a big deal for me. I mean, uh, r racing with the Tundra Series, I like a lot, and uh, running with all those guards, there's a lot of talent there. But at the end of the day, where I I didn't even know that State Park existed until I was way late into elementary school, uh, and then I got to watch those guys uh, run, like uh, Neil and Mark and uh, Jason, Chris, all those guys. Uh, running around there, and now I'm racing with some of the same guys. I was just in the stands watching them. I never would have even thought that I would be in a race car, let alone a super late model, let alone be winning races in super late model, and here we are uh, winning a championship finally. So it, it's it, it's a lot. It, it was a lot of pressure for me the weeks leading up to that. I mean, I, I didn't think about points up until about the last three races. Well, because kind of like, you know, you were talking about running hard, and we'll talk about Wasa's season. When it comes down to points, we've seen it. Luke and and Justin Mondike, it came down to one spot one time, and it was because of a heat race. It seemed like those heat races, you were trying to stay keeping that 44 behind you because you know those add up, especially, you know, Jason Weinkoff could say the difference. One bad night or something, you know, he ended up blowing a motor uh, going in the final. You can't do much about uh, those things you can't control. But as racers, um, how was that mindset knowing that Justin gained on you the last night, and then he got you in qualifying? Well, and that's just it. We Usually we were a little bit faster in qualifying, so I've got a couple of things to work on there. But, yeah, every time I was in position for a win, if it, whether it was a heat, a feature, I went for it. Even even the feature the last night, if I've got a car that's capable of winning, you got to go for the win. You don't worry so much about 
all the little things and points. You can think about it. Some like when I got behind Justin, I knew I was safe, but I knew I had more to, or the car had more to offer. So I just drove and I was hopefully going to catch Travis and give him a run for his money as well. Wait, race had a really sexy groove on the outside. I don't know how he was making that work yeah, as long as he did, but I liked that. Well, was it was kind of funny because Dave and Tucker were sitting up there and they told Jesse, I don't know if it was, you know, because he, we talked to him on, at Richards where they kind of found something, I think, you know, and like you said, get feedback and races gone to races with uh, Chris going down to the Derby with Jesse Love and uh, you know, I think Travis Sauter at one time Dixieland where maybe they had found something and they were, I was surprised to take the outside. I'm like, what is he doing? And uh, he had something off three and four that I haven't seen and uh, give him credit is, you know, like you said, and people know what race and uh, you and race kind of were in shop class together and, and, and Dylan, you guys kind of always hung out. Now you guys are out banging fenders. So that's got to be fun when, when you could see him have a nice night, even though, you're racing and you want to do the best, but at the end of the day, it's like, hey, nice job, buddy. You know, let's let's go after it, and yeah, I think absolutely. that's what you see. Yeah, no, racing that that last race in particular was just a lot of fun, and it is so frustrating when you're trying to make a pass on the bottom and the guy comes flying past you on the top. I I think that we had kind of figured that out earlier on in the year, where the outside groove is actually a little better, but you got to run it the right way. The car's got to be set up a certain way so you can maintain it. Uh, but and, and you can't stay up there for the entire time either because eventually it's going to fall off. But it's the amount of forward bite you get coming out of three and four that really makes it special because now that the bottom groove of one and two is paved, the car on the bottom there is going to go faster. So if you can maintain your spot through one and two, I think no matter what, you're going to be better in three and four. And that's why, like, if the door was open up there, and I was wondering why people weren't blocking up there more, but if mm -hmm. that door was open, I don't care how the car was. I was going to throw it right to the top. And that and night, too, it, it was like, you're going to throw these tires onto the, you know, the tire pile afterwards. And maybe, you know, when you have that impound, you might take care of stuff a little better, you know, than, you know, the weeks previous. So, but, uh, yeah, it was quite interesting. But how do you next year um, – you know, this year you set the track record. You won the Deachins. You won the championship. I mean, where do you go from there? I mean, what else can you do? Maybe try to win them all. Well, um, I think I think the consensus is we're gonna try to we're gonna try to tackle Plover and get a championship there now. Um, it's a lot. We're still gonna be racing at State Park, but uh, we're gonna. I there was a lot of things like with my shift work and just uh, the schedules that made it difficult for us to be able to go and run Plover again. And I wanted to run there so bad. But it, it just didn't work out. So I think next year, wow, it got quiet in here. They're, they're Are they all, listening you know, to you? They're hanging on every <laughs> I, I didn't yeah. think there was much to listen to. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to run Plover. And uh, we're going to make sure that, that that'll probably be our priority points-wise. Uh, they got a little bit of a smaller schedule. It's going to allow us to explore because I think in a few years um, we're going to make a push to, to try an, an ASA run. But there's a couple things that we got to do to the car yet to get there, and I'd, I'd I'd like to get a Golden Sands banner as well. Now that we got that, that's the cool part, by the way. Right. When you yeah. win a championship, you want the banner. That's, the banner that and the jacket. The, that the. Well, do you wear that jacket out to dinner? I, if you get sometimes, it. Sometimes sometimes I wear the jackets around, but I think it's kind of tacky because one that well I don't I think they're black now, but they were purple. Yeah. And right. you stuck out like a sore thumb if you're wearing <laughs> that purple jacket. So either when, either you knew or you looked. Silly. So when you're dancing at a wedding, like you did after you won the championship, you stick out like a sore thumb with a purple jacket? or Well, what? I didn't have my purple jacket on that night, but 
I think just the Heinrich family in general with our dancing habits, we'd just stick out like sore thumbs no matter what we're wearing. <laughs> you learned that from watching you, Dad, right? Remember those commercials? There's a video now. I, someone can pull <laughs> it up later where uh, my dad and I were both dancing at the same wedding, and we were doing it the same way, and neither of us were paying attention to each other. Oh, <laughs> it geez, just yeah. looked hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we had another wedding a couple of days ago. It was the same thing. It's like, I don't know, maybe maybe. Maybe dance class. I gotta, I gotta yeah, hone but, those skills in. Maybe driving and dancing. Maybe yeah, we could knew? get you. And now that you're the champion, uh, text ABC and get you on Dancing with the Stars. What do you think? Like yeah, the, you could be work. like the guy from American Pie. You know, uh, that Ostriker. <laughs> he was dance off, celebrity dance off. If you watch that movie, but I, that's funny. But like you said, what a what a year. Um, you think about it. Um, maybe when you have kids, or you could say, Hey, I did this this year. Uh, not many people expected. I mean, I think people knew you were uh, good. I mean, like you said, well, most of your stuff, you're you're pretty anal about you know how your program is, and you kind of learned that from guys that got you when you you started you know with the uh, go karting, then you got the pier stock, mm -hmm. and then you started learning a little more, and then you found some other guys to help you with the the pro late model, we call it now, which you had success, and then. To finally get that feature in the late model and then track record uh obviously you learned by watching these people to uh, uh figure out how to do it where some people you know don't have those opportunities yeah i think that is actually the number one contributing factor to any success that we've had we've we were able to talk with all the right people and we we slowly kept running into people the first car i ever worked on was one of chris wemmers he had me over when i was just getting into high school to uh, clean the cars, learn about them, kind of get familiar with it. And then that following year, we started with Pure Stock and working with Clint. And then we got together with Tommy, who is uh, Luke Fenhouse's crew chief now. And he taught me everything I needed to learn about supers. And then Darren, of course, taught me everything I need to know about the current car and the, and the Toby car. And I, I got to give a lot of the credit for this season to Darren as well, because he did kind of teach us everything. And then we ran with it. And we were able to do our own twists with our setups based on what we had learned in previous years and the car just responded so well to everything that we did and that that's all just uh, attributed to being on top of your equipment and working on it during the week and making sure everything's pristine at all times you can't cut corners you can't uh, save a penny or uh, save a penny yeah. here uh, here and there to do this you gotta it's 100% all the time you gotta be putting all that into the car all the time no taking breaks and just uh make sure everything's perfect so when you go to the track you're ready to go any other uh, things to list on you want to you get a couple minutes who oh, you want to yeah. thank on this championship here at state park speedway in the auto select super late most presented by c-tech yes of course uh big shout out before i get in the big sponsor list uh just the toby race products uh uh toby nettleman and uh justin z for putting together awesome cars for us and always working with us making sure we have the equipment that we need my crew, I know Wade's here tonight. He came with Cam. A big shout out to Wade. He's probably going to get our MVP award again. Always out in the shop working with me. Uh, my my girlfriend, my my hot girlfriend. I don't see her right yet. Yeah, she, she's right in front of you. Oh, I thought she was. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how she puts up with you. Should have left a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, sorry. just all the photography that she she did for me this year. There's a we get a lot of data from that. Um, Wagner for the big powerhouse, WC2 Motorsports, everything that we need uh, going through him uh, for the car, FRS shocks, uh, left-hander chassis, uh, impact racing for keeping me safe all the time. Uh, all of our excellent sponsors, Northern Trail Express, United Structures, Zillich Asphalt, PGA Incorporated, 
Revi Design, B&D Plumbing, Joel Raider Towing, TLD LLC, Grandpa and Grandma Heinrich. Uh, we're saying prayers for Grandpa right now. He had surgery today. He's okay. down at the UW Madison. We uh, will everything, do that. everything went great, so Good. we're glad to hear that. Yeah. Took a big load off. Uh, Todd's Tap Service, Wassa Mine Company, Sprinkler Pete, Charlie's Bar, Krasowski Dental, Ralph Merwin and the Wassa 525 Group, uh, Richie Oil and Propane, Beyond Paint Design, North Advanced Auto, FSS Business Systems, Hayes Graphics, Jeff's Auto, El Tequila Salsa, Pat Mary Betzner, Weston Automotive, JV Smith, LTD, Grandma Carol Fritz, uh, Crystal Finishing, Fastenal, Mississippi Welder Supply, Glenray Radiator, Whiskey River, uh, Paige Marie Photography, Kim's BS Sauce, Kim Bob's Cafe, Nafe's Sugar Buff, and our Sugar Boof. Sugar Bush, and of course my mom and dad for uh, believing in me, sticking with me, and let me stay at home while, while I race cars. There you have it, Brock. Congratulations on your championship. How about it for Brock Heinrich, everybody? How about it for Sean here at 21 Pub? And how about it for B. Ash and Steve Resnick? It's been a great 12 years. Again, we certainly want to thank all our great sponsors that have been behind us. Uh, Brock's got them all. We might have to go pimp them for some sponsors for the show <laughs> next year. Then we'll be millionaires, but... Uh, Again, Thank thanks. you as well, Kurt. Yeah, it's been a good time. year. It's uh, always challenging and, and get to see a lot of different people, and it's so much fun on Monday nights. So, again, everyone from Blue Jay 96.3, thanks for supporting us this year, and uh, we'll see you next time at the track. Have a great rest of the racing season. You've been listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. You've been listening to the Trackside Results Show on Blue Jay 96.3. The Trackside Results Show has been brought to you by State Park Speedway, Central Wisconsin Vending, A&A Lock Service, your key authority, Hilltop Auto Wrecking, Leeds' Shell Service, Jay's Auto Center, and Dunright Exteriors. See the list of Trackside Results show dates and locations at BlueJay96.3.com and listen to the Trackside Results show on BlueJay96.3, AM 730, and streaming on the WJMT app and Alexa.